This is a big station, Poe. We're gonna get lost. You worry too much. Worse things could happen. Don't tell me. Worse things just happened. The First Order's here. You've never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And this week, guys, we're back. We're back. Now, I know it's been a few weeks. If you've been following our Resistance reviews, um, you know, we've still kind of been here. But, I know. Uh, Retail season kind of sucks, <laughs> so <laughs> so we apologize in advance for our absence, but we are back, guys, uh, with some cool stuff, actually. So there's been a lot of news dropping lately, kind of leading up to Celebration and kind of revealing this, revealing that, all that good stuff. The first bit of news that I'm actually absolutely excited about um, is Galaxy's Edge. Yee. So a few weeks back, uh, Bob Chapik? The Experience and Consumer Products chairman uh, shared some exciting news about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at D23's Destination D event. Um, It was at the Walt Disney World Resort. During the presentation, uh, Bob shared two videos, which for the first time ever revealed the names of the two major attractions that will be a part of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on opening day at Disneyland and Hollywood Studios. So the first one, Kristen... Which, <laughs> you know, I'm excited for. Yes, very excited. Um, we actually have the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. Yes. So I think we've kind of touched on this one a couple of times about kind of what we thought it was going to be. Kind uh, of like a flight simulation, essentially. Kind of. Um, of sorts, yeah. Of sorts. Um, but it kind of puts guests behind the controls of the most famous ship in the galaxy. <laughs> um, and you actually get... Uh, one out of three unique flight crew roles. So I'm guessing, do we so, know like anything about that really? So they didn't release what the roles were, but I guess thinking about it right here on the fly, like you've got okay, you've got pilot, okay, you got co-pilot, makes okay. sense. So third person, like, are you manning the guns? Because that would be pretty sick. Okay, that makes sense actually. Or <laughs> worst case scenario, you're in the position that Kira was and just get to watch. <laughs> Which would kind of suck. I think guns. <laughs> I'm thinking guns. I'm thinking guns would be a lot cooler. Oh, definitely. Well, like, I don't know. Maybe well, I see, just... I feel like you would be the one to want to run for the guns. I would be the one to pilot. I would so Whatever. I would so want to pilot it. I'm going to cry the first time it happens. I'm not even going to lie. The first time that thing jumps into hyperspace. Or the first thing I first time I walk onto the Falcon. You mean when you first walk into Galaxy's Edge? Well, yeah, there's that too. I'm going to be a blubbering mess that entire day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, why do you have twenty boxes of tissues? You <laughs> just, don't just trust me. You don't understand, sir. <laughs> you just don't understand. <laughs> this is a special occasion. That's very special. <laughs> um, well, the second tri- uh, second attraction is Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. So this one puts guests in the middle of an epic battle between the Resistance and the First Order. Now, what's cool about this is that the trailer footage was actually filmed. In the actual trans- attraction for the trailer that got uh, released and everything, which is freaking cool. That's cool. <laughs> so we actually got a literal first look at what we're looking at. So this is what I'm wondering, though, Kristen. So okay. it says that it puts you directly in the middle of the resistance and the first order fighting. So are we just going to be like shot at the whole time? <laughs> are we going to stand in the middle of the room and just watch it happen? 
Probably. <laughs> like, oh no, what's happening? <laughs> I'm sure it's just going to pitch in the middle of a battle, kind of like how you'd be if uh, you were on a planet yeah. and the first order was like, we're taking over, and the rest was like, heck no, you ain't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's mine. No, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, they came to help, but. Right. First order thing, like kind of how you know, it was even before the first order. Shoot, give me a blaster. Let's let's do this thing. Maybe you get to help. pick. That would be awesome. Maybe that's what kind of it is. Is you get to kind of pick what side you want to be on. Well, in something that keeps for. coming up uh, over and over again every time there's new news about Galaxy's Edge is kind of the reputation system that's rumored. So I wonder. Oh yeah, that probably has yeah. a lot to do with it. I, that's what I'm wondering. Is so like, do you gain a reputation with the first order? If you choose resistance or vice versa, are you a known first order collaborative now or like, you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. You, so I, I wonder if that's going to play into those decisions because I have heard with the Falcon Smugglers Run, mm-hmm. the same thing there is depending on how you fly, how you do and all that kind of stuff, you get a reputation throughout um, the the area. So you essentially could be like a target for one or the other. Yeah. Or that person that they're like, hey, yo. Get away from my ship. Don't ever fly it again. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Doubt that they would do that, but I could just see you walking up to a ship and be like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, you can't fly this thing. <laughs> just don't. Nah. <laughs> um, one other cool bit, too, um, is that one of our favorite composers is going to create new and original Star Wars themes exclusively for the land. So None other excited. than John Williams. Yes, I'm so excited for this new score and everything because uh, they released it and I've like listened to it like a hundred times. Like, and it's amazing. Like I totally believe that too because you like <laughs> once you find something you like like that you're just like glued to it like I'm never letting go. Oh, absolutely. So, but I mean, yes, it's the score is very good. It's very cool. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be I think uh, when you walk in is what you'll hear. And it sounds that way, too. If I, if I burst into the gates of uh, Galaxy's Edge and that's playing, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it it sounds awesome. And I'm, I'm very excited because it, it's it's a little different to me. Like, it doesn't, mm-hmm. it sounds Star Wars-y, but at the same time, it doesn't sound Star Wars-y. Does that make sense? Oh, like, absolutely, yeah. Well, and that's, and that's what's cool is, I mean, if if you know a little bit about music and stuff like that, what John, John Williams likes to do is to kind of put different themes of different scores that he's done so it kind of creates kind of a larger universe within his actual score yeah so it's almost like it encompasses everything so if you listen to like different main themes and everything you'll hear like little Bits. twinges of something like, like kylo's theme ray's theme or yeah this and this and stuff like that like little hints and i heard that in this too so it's kind of like it's got that sequel trilogy kind of feel to it which is cool because that's what this is right this is exactly what this is um 
But I, I, I don't know. I love it. John Williams is a genius, and I will forever love his music. <laughs> right, because he does um, he does a lot of other things too, like Jurassic World and stuff too, doesn't he? Or am I crazy? Uh, he, I don't know Jurassic if he did Park. Jurassic World. I know he did Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, like Jurassic he did World, Indiana Jones, um, E.T. I think. So he's done a, a lot, lot of, of major, yeah. like oh yeah. I mean, the dude's done everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure um, if we looked, I'd be like, oh my gosh. Oh, absolutely. I kind of want to go look in a minute. That, that would be cool to do an episode on John Williams sometime. That would I, be kind of fun. I, let's do it. <laughs> Noted. So moving on to our next piece of news, we have some fun stuff coming out of Star Wars Celebration um, in Chicago. Yay. We have some authors and artists. Um which include general please not just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding um so we have timothy zahn who is the author of of uh thrawn thrawn alliances yes. uh, uh delilah dawson who did phasma mm-hmm. we have claudia gray um for the new star wars book master and apprentice which is Pretty cool because I'm. I think that's the one we keep talking about. We're pretty excited. Yeah, the Qui Gon about, and Obi Wan yeah. one. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And then we have Katie Cook, who's also the illustrator and co-author um, for Star Wars: Search for Feelings. I haven't read that one. I haven't either. I honestly don't know if I heard of that one before, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. To the next person, Alexander Freed, uh-huh. um, author for Alphabet Squadron. We've talked about that one on the show. We have, mm-hmm. and then we got Kevin Scott, Adventures in the Wild Space. And Jeffrey Brown, who's done Darth Vader and Family Coloring Book. <laughs> so he's probably the, the wait, artist. Yeah. Wait, I just need <laughs> to know. I just need to know what family we're talking about. Darth Vader's family. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 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 being serious. So like, it's you, you've probably seen the drawings and you didn't realize it was him, but like, this is from that coloring book where it's it's Darth Vader and Luke and Leia are kids, but they're dressed exactly as they are in the saga. And they're like doing all this ridiculous stuff and and things like that and kind of irritating him. It, it, it's 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 cute, but yeah, I'm sure. But I'm just like <laughs> Anakin has a family, not Darth Vader. Oh, ah, uh, uh-huh. no, I'm just kidding. It technically does, but it's just funny. As she pushes up the glasses, actually, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so all of these authors and authors, artists are actually going to be at Celebration Chicago. Yes. For us to meet. I'm kind of excited about Claudia. Oh, absolutely. So, because I know when we talked about Master and Apprentice, so. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you're excited about Zahn, too. Oh, I'm so Because, I mean, I know you're really into the Thon. Thon. Why do I keep saying Thon? <laughs> Why do I keep saying Thon? Maybe because his last name is Zahn. The Ron. <laughs> the Ron. <laughs> it's almost the Ron, but not. <laughs> you maybe you know what popped in my head when we were saying that? What's that? Um, that freaking part from tarzan where he's like i can't remember what he says i can't remember the line but when like they're learning how to oh, talk to clayton. each other what he's saying when he's repeating clayton or something he's not repeating clayton though oh, what he? he's saying this. like i am something or like he's i don't uh, know he, he like points to himself and he's like no 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 or something <laughs> i just don't remember just the way you were pronouncing it to me is that's just what made me think of it sorry i didn't mean to treat you like a gorilla <laughs> <laughs> it's okay but just the way you're pronouncing it made me think of that (laughs) but yeah so yeah so that's our first piece of news out of celebration chicago which is really fun and really exciting because that means the flood of information is coming 
<laughs> yeah, it's coming. Yo, Super it's it's excited. December. Like we're almost in 2019. I can't even deal. I mean, all the stuff that's coming in 2019. I swear, <laughs> like we're gonna be busy. We're gonna be so busy. <laughs> I'm so excited though, because so literally, busy. it's just like 2019 will be the year of Star Wars. There's going to be so much. Well, that's what they say in 2018 too. I know, right? But, but then no. the Last Jedi came out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But I mean. They still talking about it. I, so. Right? Like, get over it, guys. It's almost 2019. New year, new you. Use it. Your New Year's resolution. Talk less about the last year. Right. Jedi. Be more positive in your like, life. If it's that deep, just forget it ever existed. <laughs> just forget about it. Uh, just hang in there. Wait for nine. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Um, so our last bit of news, which isn't really news, but this actually just recently come out. Galaxy of Adventures that just came out on the YouTube Star Wars Kids, the brand new YouTube channel from Star Wars. Yeah, um, we kind of sat down and watched a few of them. Um, obviously, they're like just a minute long, so mm-hmm. they're very quick. Um, very similar to like Force of Destiny in a way, just... Uh, cooler. I don't know if I would even say cooler. <laughs> I would say cooler. Well, I would absolutely say cooler. But I mean, that's the thing is that it's, it's different demographics, I think. Because with, the, with Forces of Destiny, I don't know, like... I'm just going to stop. I'm going to dig myself a hole. <laughs> You're giving me a look. Yeah, because I'm about to reach behind me and get the shovel. <laughs> like. Anyways, I like the art and the action and everything much better on this one. But I wasn't going to dig. I was going to dig. I'll smack you with it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I say, I don't. like. I like really? Forces of Destiny better. Like The art it's a little bit better to me, and I like the, like the stories, because it's not necessarily like a retail. Mm-hmm. It's a... It's additional story. It's additional. Yeah. So you like mm-hmm. learn kind of why, like who, like, who knows who and stuff, and like mm-hmm. how Leia got... Um, the Bausch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bausch it's not just like a yeah. redo of the movies, in a way. Well, so I, I guess for the Galaxy of Adventures thing, I, I like it... For different reasons. So I do like Force of Destiny in the way that it does add to the story and overall canon. However, with Galaxy of Adventures, like it's it's almost I don't know, it makes me feel like how I overimagined Star Wars in my head. I mean that makes sense. As a kid. We're like so so the first one that we watched was uh the one with uh Luke and Obi Wan, where he's he's talking about uh this weapon is the nut is, is, is a weapon of the Jedi Knight and gives them the lightsaber and all this other kind of stuff. They're using original audio, which is really, really cool. Yeah, that part um, is really cool, honestly. But the, the part where Luke lights the lightsaber and just all of a sudden he oh goes my Super gosh. Saiyan and then he jumps up in the air and does some crazy cool thing <laughs> and everything. Like It's very animated. It is. It very is. <laughs> animated. But I mean, that's kind of like... that's how I would have imagined it as a little kid and everything. Like I, I over-exaggerated Star Wars so much when I was a kid. I probably did that with my toys multiple times, if we're being honest. I mean, right. I mean, I feel like now, if you go back and, like, watch the movie, I feel like you're like, wow. <laughs> like, Mr. Lucas, like, why didn't you add a fan for Luke? Uh, I know. We just need, like, another special edition, like, right? Why didn't why didn't Luke get, like, a fan when the lights ever turned on so his hair could be blown away? <laughs> Why didn't Luke go Super Saiyan? Right. <laughs> but I mean, it was really cool and everything. And and so the the thing I keep seeing kind of thrown around is that, and I think it was in the original press release of it, was that it's to help a younger generation get into Star Wars, kind of introduce them to Star Wars, which 
I can I can both see and also disagree with. What did you think about that? So my opinion on it, like, stands as follows. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching too much of the Tis office. My stance. <laughs> I was trying to pull Michael Scott there. Um, <laughs> too much of the office. I'm sorry. You um, start a sentence and don't even know where it's going. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes I just start saying things and I don't even know where it ends. But um, no, my opinion, though, for real, is I get it because to me, trying to get in, a, and I'm not even a kid. Like, y'all, I'm 25. Um, so, like, trying to get into Star Wars, like, a couple years ago, being, like, 23, um, like, obviously, I'm not going to be like, oh, I love the cartoons. Like, ah. But at the same time, like, I couldn't honestly get into those movies. Like, that was the hardest part. Like, you tried to start me out. The best way you knew how yeah. was A New Hope. And, like, I just was not in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a slow, like, beginning and stuff. It's such a slow story until you, well, you once you figure out kind of who everyone is and you understand the purpose behind it mm-hmm. and then there's like theory after theory and it's like no disintegration like <laughs> there's just so much to it after you know yeah. but honestly i think it took me watching like clone wars and rebels um for me to actually like fall into star wars mm-hmm. and it, i haven't it, it i haven't really quit falling all the way in it. yeah yeah um what really hooked you though and i'll never forget it too because it was when <sighs> when you swore off star wars you were not gonna watch it again and we were at my parents and my dad was watching Revenge of the Sith on like TBS or something yeah. like that. And it was the very end, the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Oh, yeah, Joe! <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. And literally, like. Yes, Kristen that was is- Kristen. Danny didn't add a little audio piece in. Oh, that like- was actual. That was, a, that was an actual one. Just um. <laughs> like I need to clarify that because they're like, oh, that's a good spot, Danny. Oh. <laughs> um. But, like, you were, like, glued to the screen. I was. You were so into it. And then when it was over, you were like, that's it? That's all? Right. Like, no, <laughs> there's seven more movies. I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, six honestly. at that point. Because Force Awakens has, hadn't actually come out yet. So, true. Yeah. yeah, true. I mean, yes, that is definitely what got me into the actual movies. But... You tend to draw yourself towards drama. Well, I mean, it was really <laughs> intense scene. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like... I don't know. Like, I just, I needed to know at that point, like, what it was about. Like, I was like, huh? Why is that guy mad? Why is he on fire? Right. Like, why does he hate him? It was a fight scene, which, I mean, I, what is the high ground? I like fight stuff, if you, if you know, like, it's cool. So, I mean, obviously, it drew me in, but I mean, overall, like, what's kept me going through Star Wars, though, has definitely been like a lot of the uh, cartoon, Mm -hmm. honestly, kind of stuff. So, I mean, I I get it. Um, you just, I mean, because these younger kids aren't going to want to turn around and, I mean, I was 20, like 23, 24 trying to watch these mm-hmm. movies and I was having a hard time. Well, some kids latch onto it right away um, because like I said, you kind of, as a kid, you over fantasize it in your mind and like Luke Skywalker was larger than life when I, when I was a kid. Now I relate more to Han and I like Han and Chewie way more than I like the Jedi or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. I love the Jedi. I love the crazy force stuff and all that kind of stuff. It's really awesome. And I love that part of star Wars, but like Han and Chewie though. Right. (laughs) So Um, yeah. I mean, and to have it on YouTube was a really smart move. Like kids are, I thought it was interesting that they gave them their own channel too. Yeah. I mean, my kids are glued to YouTube, Mm -hmm. like glue, like my niece will watch people play Barbies. (laughs) And I'm like, what the actual heck? I used to play Barbies. Like, why couldn't I have had a YouTube channel? I could be channel? a millionaire. Why didn't I have a YouTube channel? Like, why didn't you get to watch me play Barbies? 
Well, and, and life's so unfair. It's a different age. It I is guess. honestly. It, it's a different age. Kids are time and... glued to their phones, which I mean I can't lie, I'm glued to mine. <laughs> but I'm not. The more I hear you complain about they're glued to their phones, the more I can see you like grandma status over there. Actually, stage. <laughs> What'd you say? What was the last part? I said kids these days. Oh, I know. Hey, I, I hit my grandma moments every now and then. I'm just like, God, I sound old. <laughs> Dab on these fools. <laughs> Stop it. I'm just going to go read my newspaper. Oh, my God. <laughs> Forgot to read the funny section. Uh, but I really enjoy Galaxy Adventures. I really like the uh, Darth Vader one uh, where it was his Rogue One uh, scene. And everything, which I noticed, he didn't cut a man in half. So <laughs> we we censored that scene a little bit. <laughs> Got two for the kids. Days are already looked, dark and scary. Right, but it still looked really cool and everything. Like I was surprised that they went with that scene. To be honest, as brutal as it is, um, it was still pretty brutal in cartoon form. But it looked really awesome. I just I love the animation style and the art of it. Yeah, which is really cool. But the yeah. animation is pretty cool. It reminds me a lot of like Samurai Jack. Yes. Back on um mm-hmm. Cartoon Network. Yeah. A lot of Cartoon Network there. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because, I mean, I don't know, honestly, if Cartoon Network and Disney even, like, correlate. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they even had the same. No, that's why Clone Wars got canceled. Got what? It, got canceled? That's, that's why Clone Wars got canceled. Oh. It was on Cartoon Network <laughs> and Disney bought out Star Wars and so they canceled it. So sad. Because <laughs> I think uh, Cartoon Network is Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner mm. Brothers. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense because I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. That's where um, Looney Tunes stuff would come on, mm-hmm. which is Warner Brothers. Yep. Yee! Yeah. <laughs> we know things. But yeah. So if you haven't seen Galaxy of Adventures, go ahead and check it out. Uh, it's definitely worth the time. It takes like seven minutes, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like a minute 15, something like that. If they're really even. short. But they're really cool, and they make me happy. And yeah. <laughs> they're, they're pretty okay. They're pretty cool. I don't um, like <laughs> So yeah. So moving on to our next segment, um, we actually have... A Twitter question. Ooh, yeah. Twitter question from at Razakaren, um, also known as Ryan Bullock. Yeah, he's our friend on Twitter that shouts us out every every Friday. Hope I said your last name right because I actually went to school Bullock, with the yeah. guy. Yeah, I, I just feel like people probably say Bullock, yeah. not thinking about <laughs> it, but I actually went to school with the guy whose last name was Bullock. So, oh, nice. That's how I know things. Okay, sorry. Well, in side note, too, I side actually note. got to play uh, uh, Battlefront Two with Ryan here recently, oh. which was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was the guy. What's yeah. up, dude? Okay. <laughs> um, but, so, so, yeah. But Ryan asks, are you a gamer? If so, what new Star Wars games would you like? I'm really excited. I got one. Oh, you got one already? Go oh, ahead. oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, no I'm sorry. No. You, you had something. I was just going to say, I'm really excited for the Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order game that's going to be coming out. In all honesty, I like... I forgot about that. <laughs> I hadn't heard anything about it in a while. I know. But, like, I'm really excited for that game because, in all honesty, what I want out of a Star Wars game is the same thing that i'm hoping to find out of galaxy's edge it's just this immersive experience this open world thing where you can play the character i mean you can be the character open world's becoming very popular Mm -hmm. it's a very big thing now um especially with like red dead and we got like destiny uh, fallout um Mm -hmm. skyrim stuff like that it's very open world very Mm very out there so i mean that would get that would, oh my god that'd be so cool could you so imagine cool. if it was like a, like the only thing i can really compare it to right now is skyrim because that's like the biggest thing i can think of in yeah. my head because i haven't played any of the other ones could you imagine being able to just like to fast travel to like crate <laughs> awesome. <laughs> or to, like go get in a ship and you know just be like where do you want to go on the map and you can yeah. pick like crate you can pick like tatooine like oh, you know what i mean like and just whoop, 
there you go. See, and what you I'm, get there and you do yeah. some missions or something and chase after some bad guys or vice versa, whatever. I don't know. Depending I think, on, I guess, I think what it would side be you're awesome on. to be like to be a Padawan, which I think this is what this is going to be, the F- Jedi Fallen Order. Right. But uh, to be a Padawan and actually go through the trials and stuff, create your own lightsaber. I mean, yeah, because I mean, that would be, be so freaking cool. That'd be really similar to um, like Red Dead, because don't you mm. kind of have to start like that in a way? Yeah, Red Not Dead, they give you nothing. Right. So I'm saying like you kind of have to work your way up. You have to yeah. like. Get your own you horse. Want a horse. You, you probably gotta have to go. go. Hunt one. Yeah, you, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff you got to do. Um, yeah. And same thing with like Skyrim. You really don't start with much. You have to go find stuff. Mm-hmm. You just scavenge, find swords, kill things, get stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, no, pretty I, cool. Like as far as Star Wars games that I would love, I would love an open world RPG Star Wars game. Like that would be that would make my life. I, I would be so immersed in it. You'd probably see me disappear for quite some time. No, I totally agree. Um, <laughs> it would just, be amazing. Like, on the flip side of that, I would love to see um, something really similar, but I would like to see more of the Sith side of it. Ooh. So, I think it'd be cool to kind of, instead of be like a Padawan. What if you could choose your side? That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, what do you choose, light or dark? Yeah. And then that, from there, you either are a Padawan or a... Um, somehow the story converges and they all meet in the middle or something like that. So, it's like you start a story at one end or the other, but it, no matter what, you're going to be on the same path eventually. Right. Yeah. Like, that either way, cool. the, the, it leads to the same path somewhere, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> interesting i know I dig like it. maybe like kind of <laughs> maybe some like kind of like order 66 in a way hey, we're, we're just describing fallen order right now <laughs> oh, are we we're, we're excited well, for know, star wars jedi well fallen i know order. fallen order doesn't have to do with order 66 but what if it isn't that one start at order 66 or is it before Order 66 at so See, it's like i'm at saying before and, oh okay i'm okay. saying before and okay. let the be the end be the meaning of order 66 and that's Ooh. where you meet and so is, from then on, it's a it's a whole new story. In a way, yeah. Because yeah, okay. I mean, it's just going to depend. I guess, like maybe there's a way you can change it. And Order sixty six can be like, like what if Order sixty six didn't happen? I don't know. I'm just thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> if you're be Sith, your your goal is to get it to happen. But mm-hmm. if you're a Padawan, then obviously, like, you don't want it to. But then at the same time, if you're a Padawan, you probably didn't even know it was coming. So. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Like, maybe there's an end game, Danny. Jeez. <laughs> what was the other thing you were going to say? That was, was it. That was good. Yeah, I just want a okay. Sith side. That would be I think cool. a Sith side, or at least having like a like. If it's not Sith, I think a First Order. Yeah. I think like a First Order training kind of thing would be really cool. Interesting. I like it. So awesome. Because I don't know why I'm super obsessed with like right now. Like I want either like a show i want a movie or i want like a game but i want something that has to do with like um the empire hmm. okay. like, i don't have i don't care how i get it i gave you three options anything but a book <laughs> i don't really care to read honestly <laughs> what if what if with the so from the empire thing what if it ended up running like how finn's story runs but with the empire so it's like you, you and your, you and your buddies join up or something like that. You find out that it isn't what you thought it was, and then you somehow, oh, that kind of sounds. That's like, the first order, though. I'm saying the Empire. Well, no, no, I mean Empire so side. But thinking about that, I'm just describing Battlefront too. <laughs> so, I mean, in a way, yeah, so, like yeah Iden, which is exactly what happened. Iden becomes the elite of elite, and then switches over. So she's huh? like, "This isn't right." <laughs> I'm going are, to the other side. You guys are scary and wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so cool. So so thank you, Ryan. <laughs> that was fun. Um, guys, if you have like any question. questions, comments, concerns. Uh, no, there's us. no concerns here. There's no concerns. Concerns for our well-being. Help me. No. <laughs> help you. Help me. Good Lord. Uh, but thank you, Ryan, for sending that in. If you guys want to send in a question 
or comment or anything like that. Uh, you can actually follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Kessel Run Weekly and just uh, drop us a DM or comment on something, anything. Cool. So yeah, so I think we're ready for our main topic. I thought you were closing it out. No. And I was like, dude, we hadn't even hit the main topic yet. What are you doing? <laughs> There's still a whole other show. I just to heard have. the at like at Kelsey Run Weekly on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and I was like, that's right, outro. Alright, that's doing? the end of part one. So later. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. So yeah, so cool. So let's go ahead and get into our main topic. Hangers are all empty, Captain Phasma. Perhaps the intruders already left. No. There are life signs moving to the upper levels. Probably just scavengers, Captain. I have no interest in your theories. Scour the upper floors. Find them. Spread out the explosives. I want the station completely destroyed. What are they doing with all of those explosives? You read it yourself. This place is slated for demolition. They're trying to get rid of any evidence of what they're doing down here. Now we have to find out what's going on. So, this week, we had something special happen. Well, Did we though? I don't know. <laughs> um, Star Wars Resistance came to its... an end in a way. I mean, we had the finale, which we, we don't think know. Is a well, it's got to be a mid season. It's no, it's got to be because they would announce something. You Things are already can. announced at this point. Yeah, like you go into the finale or the mid season knowing it's a mid season or a finale. That's true. I, I'm concerned. I'm concerned as well. <laughs> but but so so kind of. Giving you the whole topic. So this isn't just about Star Wars versus it's about this most recent episode. So it's season one, episode ten, Station Theta Black. So last week we thought it was freaking awesome. Sounded we like did. A really killer name. Like something really cool is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And Kristen, take it away. So, I mean, overall it was a it was a good episode, honestly, mm-hmm. overall, but for it being whether it be a finale or possibly a mid-season at this point we think um nothing's been officially announced but when you search like imdb and all it gives you um an episode 11 starting in 2019 which makes it a A mid-season yeah but they didn't really say one way or another so uh, i don't know honestly for a mid-season so so let's say that it was a mid-season finale there wasn't really any big kind of anything to lead you into the second half of the season Right, like nothing really big happened at the end. Um, the only most exciting thing we know is that before Starkiller, obviously they had a second base, and it was for them to mine. Dead night. Dead night. Thank you. I was yeah. like, I'm about to say it, but I couldn't remember <laughs> if I was going to say it right or not. Right. Which, so, I mean, Dead Night. Uh, we find out in the episode is to help the First Order make weapons. So blasters. I think that they blasters. Yeah. Yes. So. So they're like, oh, wow, they made a lot of blasters. So at this point, it's like official that they have started an army. But here's the thing. They already knew that. Well, they didn't, but we knew that. But technically they did, too, because they've been seeing stormtroopers show up everywhere. But I think it was just more so of a concern, not a like, Mm -hmm. like now it's in stone. You know what I mean? Okay. But I guess I was hoping like. So we confirmed something that we kind of sort of already knew. Right. But I mean, I guess the thing is, to me, is I was hoping that, like, with Resistance, which I knew it was falling in between, you know, um, Force Awakens Mm -hmm. and... Well, uh, it's it's before Force Awakens. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was saying, like, 
before uh, Return that. Return of the Jedi, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's where I was missing, the Return of the Jedi. <laughs> um, I knew We knew it fell in between that, and we knew it was closer to Force Awakens, mm-hmm. but, like, I just, I guess I was hoping for new information. Something right. that was new that we haven't gotten into the movies. Because mm-hmm. that, we knew the first war existed. Yeah. We knew there was a giant army. Mm-hmm. So, Which, and, and even still to that, so I'm perfectly fine with them discovering things like that. I'm but not. I feel like there needs to be some sort of information that needs to be given to the audience of, hey, you know you already knew this, so here's the payoff for you watching so long, and this is what we're actually getting to, and and stuff like that. So, but with this, it was, hey, Secret Station, cool. All right, got it. Neat, but yeah. kind of figured. We got, we, got a, we got a mission with Poe, neat. We get to see Leia. More Phasma. More Phasma. So, but there was really nothing. Yeah. So it was, they're mining dead night to make blasters. So they're amassing an army. Cool. Ooh. Yeah. That's just, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe I just built it up in my head and I wanted more. But like. I mean, honestly, that's probably pretty accurate because I feel like I can say that since we first started doing the reviews for Resistance is that Mm -hmm. I probably just expected too much. But I, with the what we were given from it, I don't feel like I expect something that wasn't there. Well, and I looked, f- I looked for it to be a slow burn for, um, for the story because I mean we're setting new characters, it's right? A new time that we've never explored. I mean, really. we watched all of it, so I mean yeah. we gave it time, but at the same time, like I was still super obsessed with the fact that we were going to see like flying, mm-hmm. and just didn't get a whole bunch of the races. Which I mean, I guess it, you know. If it was like a standalone, it had nothing really to do with anything in Star Wars. Like, here's just this random Star Wars thing. Like, mm-hmm. flying would make sense. Like, the yeah. racers, but... But even then, I feel like that would have given it a better jump off, you know? Right. So, no, I can agree. But, I mean, as far as... So, my highlights for, for the episode. Because, I mean, I don't want to harp so much on, the, I guess, the negative. Because, I mean, unfortunately... I don't either. And that's it, left, really... it did leave me with a bad taste. Right. And that's what really buzzed yeah. me out. Because I don't like being this negative Nancy. Like, I don't like sitting here and telling you what I didn't like about it and how I think they did wrong with it. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that. But at the same time, like, I'm just, like, at a loss for words as to what in the world even happened. Yeah. Well, like, to, to me, I, I, I don't get it, you know? Yeah. I don't get the story. Because, like, yes, we're trying to find out more about the First Order. Uh, Kaz is the spy. We find out about the station because of the information that Kaz learned in the previous episode. So it's connected there and everything. But there's there's just, I don't, like, so you got the First Order trying to cover their tracks, too. Cool. But, I mean, something, you know? Right. Give me something. Like, it's a mid-season finale. I'm not looking for blockbuster-level anything, just something to make me want to come back, you know? Right, and that's kind of where I'm at, too, is, like, nothing about it is really drawing me back in mm-hmm. to it. Like, I'm not really wanting to know what's happening next just because of the fact that, like, it didn't leave me with any... It didn't tell me anything I didn't already know. Exactly, and that's what kind of yeah. bummed me about the whole, like, oh, they're building weapons. Oh, okay, well, we knew that. Like, Yeah. I mean, I don't I know. I feel like Poe would have known that by now, though, too. I don't feel like that would have been new information. That, well, that, that's my thing because I, I read the entire Poe comic series, you know, and, and everything. I, and in he has quite a few run-ins. There's a reason why Leia tells him in this: no engagement, do not engage the enemy. 
and he kind of plays around and he, she, he's she's like i ain't playing with you <laughs> right well like, I, chill out. <laughs> I think what's important about the information more so is not necessarily that they're building an army but a matter of how much mm-hmm. they're having the to build force yeah because okay, i mean yeah okay. you know the force you know the first order is there just like how they know the resistance is there yeah but you don't see those numbers by seeing a few troopers here and there okay you saw that number when they figured out how much that night that so they were actually more along the lines of Almost kind of like a virus. Like, I knew one guy got sick, but I didn't know how bad it was everywhere else, and everyone else is infected. Right. So, all of a sudden, there's this. So, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I think that, that was the big so thing. It's more is of like, they're here, but we did not expect these numbers. Right. Like, we knew okay. they were trying to rebuild, uh-huh. but wow, they rebuilt and they're huge. Yeah. Like, this is they're the a force lot worse we're dealing off with. than we thought. Right. Yeah. Like, of course, you're going to have a few people try to join up here and there, try to, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, I kind of like the resistance was to begin with, it was small groups in multiple places. Yeah. Little rebel cells that had no idea anyone else existed. Exactly. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. probably what they were kind of thinking that First Order was up until they realized how much weapons they were making. Mm. So then they realized that either, okay. you know what I'm saying? But that wasn't, that wasn't still a surprise not to us because we already knew this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I just wish it would have been some information that we didn't already get from the movies. Yeah. I was just looking for something that we didn't know, I guess. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Something at the end that's kind of like oh wow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Well, and to be completely honest, so realistically until we just had the conversation we just had, I had completely written off the show and I have no interest now. Oh. But with what we were just talking about, though, I'm kind of in. Like, you're kind of in. <laughs> so, so okay. And this is why I like talking these episodes out because, like, a lot of times they'll leave you kind of like, nah, and then I'll help you through it, and then the vice versa and stuff like right. that. Right. That's why we're a good team. That's but, pretty good. Pretty, yeah, we're a pretty uh, good team. Yeah, we're pretty all right. <laughs> um, but no, what you said though about talking about how maybe it's just it's they didn't understand the sheer scale of how bad it was. Right. That. Because they knew of the First Order. They knew the First Order was there. Maybe they didn't know how much of the First Order was there, how large they had grown, and what kind of impending threat they really are at this point. Right. Because a small cell of the First Order can be dealt with. However, if they're on a grand scale, I can see that being much more threatening. And I guess that makes a little bit more sense why Leia, towards the end of the episode... Was kind of like, oh, this is this is bad. Kind of like you can tell, like she had this kind of like grief on her face of, we've got our work cut out for us, guys. This is this is where we're at. We're we're heading towards war, basically. Right. I mean, before before uh, actually before Starkiller, they never officially engaged, so they were right. not at war until Starkiller made the move to try to take out the Hosnian system. Uh-huh. When it made that happen, that's when the war between the First Order and the Resistance actually officially started. Right. So right now it's just kind of a cold war of who's going to shoot first. Right. Like we're both we're both lingering in the same area, right. but who talks first? You talk right. first. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what is that from? Oh, first Awakens, yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is right now. It's, I mean, yeah. It's who's going to make the first move. Exactly. First Order's like, "Oh no, we're We'll be the victims. Well, because the they're secretly building. Yeah. Well, no, they're not trying to be victims. Yeah. They're just secretly building. Yeah. And that's what they did. And they successfully built a whole army mm-hmm. secretly. Yeah. Without anyone knowing about it. Yeah. So. Just like Palpatine did. Yep. Da-da. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Okay, I don't know. I kind of. I, I, 
I know it's a little bit, just a little bit of information though. I almost kind of feel better about the episode now though. Do you? It's one yeah. of the like highest rated episodes right now. I think yeah. it's sitting at six point two. Well, there was a lot of action in it and everything. It was, and, like, and it was enjoyable to watch. It was. I don't want to. I don't. I know we've had a lot of negative to say about it, but I mean, it it was. I enjoyed watching it. No, and I said yeah. in the beginning, overall, it was a good episode. Yeah, definitely. To me, it just wasn't. A mid-season or a finale episode. It wasn't Mm -hmm. something that gave me information that was like, you must come back and watch. (laughs) Like, everything normally ends in some type of cliffhanger, and that was not a cliffhanger for Mm -hmm. me, because we knew this information already. Yeah, Yeah. it may be new to the show in a way, and I guess maybe it's maybe... No, it's not even really new to kids. I was like, maybe it's new to the kids, but... (laughs) Yeah. But... Side note, I loved uh, seeing Cass sneak around with Poe. That was hilarious. Yeah, with a blaster. <laughs> he's like he's like Bugs Bunny level toony all over oh the place. Oh my gosh! And Poe's like walking like trained. <laughs> I know. Honestly, that was that was pretty funny. That, that scene, especially when they first came, uh, you know, confronted with some stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers like don't move, and then and Poe's like started backing up, and he's like, yeah. well, people were pointing blasters at me, and they told me not to move. I'm gonna stand right here, and he's like, back up, like, listen to me. So remember what side you're on, dude. Right, like, if we stay right here, we're going to die. Well, and so that brings back to the point about the the Cold War and everything. That's why no one shot, because if they shot against Poe and it was found out, the first order made the first move, and everybody's against the first I order. I mean, in a way, Poe didn't make the first move. He did. I, he didn't shoot them, though. He shot the door. No, he shot so, the bomb. That's right. He did shoot the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't shoot them. <laughs> in quotations. Technically. So, so I'm not held accountable if I throw you an unhooked grenade. <laughs> like, I can just take the little latch out and throw it at you, and if you blow up, like, it's fine. <laughs> it's your fault you didn't catch it. <laughs> I'm throwing it at you, though, no, fool. It's my fault I didn't catch it, and I'm just kidding. What if you did catch it? Kaboom. Kaboom. <laughs> like, I'm not well, accountable. I get it, but at the same time, like, I mean, there was no other way out of that. But, I mean, I think that's why that situation was was, was shown as, a, as intense as it was, is because no one really wanted to fire, because both knew that they weren't supposed to engage. And if one or the other engaged, it would start something to one or the other side. Well, something started, so. Yeah. Which, I mean, throughout the Poe comics and everything, like, he, he engages them quite often. Right. So, and it's always like he'll he'll do something just enough to provoke them in their territory. And then he'll be like, oh, well, now it's time to fight. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah. But, I mean, it, what, what we've discussed kind of makes me feel a little bit better about it. Um, I still felt like I was kind of left wanting more. I can it. agree. Um, but other than that, though, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll still watch it, you know? I was about to say the same thing. Like, don't even listen to us talking about how we're going to, like, know, boycott, <laughs> we're not boycott the resistance. But, no, I'm just kidding. No, we would but, never do that. No, we're not. I mean, we're like you said, we're, we're going to watch it. It's going to get watched. Yeah. I mean. Well, and that's the thing is, like, into in, in this, and in, in don't let our opinion be the end all to everything. It's not. You can have your opinion. You can have your voice. And that's okay. There's no problem with disagreeing. Um, if you disagree with us, it's perfectly fine. Let's hear about it. No, it's not. I wanna... <laughs> Don't listen to her. You either love us or you hate us, okay? Um, it's just like that. It's just like that. But yeah, if you disagree, if you agree, uh, let us know. Leave us a comment. Uh, send us a message, an email, if anybody even uses that anymore. What's like, an email? What's no, I'm just email? kidding. Are you on email? <laughs> um, oh, but uh, let us know what you thought and everything. We'd love to hear from you guys. And if you're enjoying Resistance, if you're not, 
Let's talk about it. Let's be civil. Let's be civil. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys. So, so Kristen, you want to go ahead and close this out? Well, thank you, everyone, for listening or watching another episode of Kesselman Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode or our previous episodes, please go and rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. When you leave us a five-star review, we'll read it on one of our future episodes. Absolutely. And just to kind of tease a little bit of something for next week, um, we're kind of taking a stab at our first kind of Christmas special, you know? Yeah. Not going to reveal it. But we've been cracking up about it all day. I, so. <laughs> I can tell you that it's not the Star Wars Christmas special. It's not. No. I, I tried I tried to get Kristen to rewatch the holiday special. I'm not I torturing myself again. <laughs> I ain't doing it. <laughs> you were hazed once. You're not going to be hazed exactly. again. Exactly. <laughs> like, I learned my lesson. You make mistake once, shame it'll, on you. Happen, Twice, guys. shame on me. The return of Lumpy. That's exactly what it'll be. You stop it. You shut your mouth. <laughs> it's coming. It's not coming. Uh, but no, next week will not be the holiday special. Um, but we will be taking our stab at a uh, interesting topic that we've been cracking up about all day. Yes, uh, discussing it. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I think so. Fun times. Fun times. Fun times. Fun times. Yes, in the theme of Christmas. The theme of Christmas. <laughs> um, so yeah. So and guys, you can also find us on social media at Kesselron Weekly on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, as well as our website, KesselronWeekly.com. And until next time, my name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the Force be with you. Always. <laughs>